0: Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today, we're going to talk about that feeling of emptiness that we all get inside at some point. Whether we feel empty or hollow or disconnected, we're going to talk about what that is and how to navigate through those emotions. If you're like me, you've felt empty at times, and made the mistake of trying to fill it with food, drugs, um, toxic friendships, you know, uh, just anything to avoid it, video games, just kind of trying to numb out from life, right, trying to distract ourselves in in any kind of way, It, it might even bleed in the overworking or uh, some type of reckless behavior, just doing something for the sake of doing it, just to fill that void, whether it's healthy for us or damaging to us, whether it brings us closer to our goals or pulls us further away, whether it, it, it creates space between us and a family member. Emotional emptiness is something that is common. So many people have talked about it. Kanye West has talked about the emptiness and and his mental health struggles, even with all of his success. Demi Lovato has a a new um, documentary out about her struggles of emptiness and self-worth. Lady Gaga, Jim Carrey, you know, from, you know, I knew him from, uh, what was that, In Living Color and uh, cable man. And, I mean, he's done so many movies. Uh, he's made at least a hundred million in movies and appearances. And yet he talks about how all of that success failed to bring him happiness and or uh, a sense of, of fulfillment, right? Even we, we find it in art. We find it in literature uh, if you watched the movie Lost in Translation, that was a movie about emptiness that the characters experienced in a, in a foreign country. Uh, Nirvana has a song, Smells Like Teen Spirit. That's about teenage apathy and emptiness. If you've read The Great Gatsby, oh yeah, that, that really delves into the emptiness of the American dream and the lives of its characters. So this feeling of emptiness is something that has been a staple of the human experience from day one. This is not something that is new to us or here because of social media or industrialization or, or or what have you. These are all feelings that people have struggled with since the beginning of time, whether you're talking about, um, uh, Van Gogh, or even in the times of of Jesus and Moses, and uh, you know whatever religion you subscribe to, just going back to the dawn of man. So I bring that up because a lot of times we feel like we're the only ones experiencing this this moment of emptiness. For myself, I remember at my height, you know, I just had I just had one of those great days. You know, one of those days where. You just kill it, like you in the gym. Um, you have a great conversations. You you have dinner with friends. Uh, you learn something. You do something new. Uh, you got money coming in. Like you, you just are firing on all cylinders, and yet, still somehow the emptiness, the hollowness, the the loneliness, depression, the the stress, like all these things start to creep in. And I'm like, what is happening? And it makes me feel like none of those things are enough, right? Where what's the point of checking the boxes, getting things done, crushing it, accomplishing? If at the end of the day, there's still going to be a part of me that feels empty. And I want to juxtapose the feeling of emptiness with uh, feeling heavy, right? Right? Because when we feel heavy, uh, it can feel overwhelming. Depression, panic, anger can be weighing us down. Uh, Where like emptiness, there's like this uncomfortable lightness where you almost feel untethered or unmoored. Just it's completely, uh, it can be like destabilizing, right? So, how do we deal? How do we cope with feeling empty, right? First, got to sit with it and accept it. Accept that we feel this way. Um, We might be in a mindset of I should feel like this and I shouldn't feel like that. No, I mean, when was the last time you asked someone how they were doing and they said empty or how they were feeling and they said empty? People don't respond like that. People say good. They go nice. It was fun. But rarely do people go, I feel disconnected lonely hollow we don't really respond like that because one we're probably not even aware that we're feeling that way and two if we do we're like I'm, that's unacceptable I'm like I don't I don't feel empty like because because then we think it means something's wrong with us but when we can accept how we feel what we're experiencing then we can actually, sit with it and notice it and become more mindful of it instead of scared of it and trying to run away from it and trying to numb ourselves to it, right? Uh, Because when I feel emptiness, I feel it throughout my whole body, right? Uh, For the most part, I feel it from head to toe, from my heart, my head, my heart, my stomach, Um, but sometimes, and I know some people say, they, they notice that they feel emptiness in a more local area. So it's important that once we've accepted it, then we get to notice where in our body do we feel the emptiness? Do we feel it in our head, our heart? Do we feel it all over from head to toe? Is it local or is it systemic? Where are we feeling the emptiness? And then we can start to notice the feelings that come with that. Is it, does it come with a tingling? Uh, a a tightness, um, uh, a jitteriness, like what comes with the feeling of empty? Because nothing is more unjarring or more jarring than having an emotional experience and not knowing what it is, not being able to recognize it. Like is my heart beating because of a panic attack or a heart attack? Or is it even my heart? Maybe it's a muscle spasm right, in my chest. Like we need to be able to name and label what our experiences are, right? So first we need to accept that we do feel empty. And then the second thing that we can do is begin to connect our emptiness. We can take the next step of trying to understand it, right? Asking ourselves, why do we feel empty? And when we do that, then we can learn about it and develop a growth process around it. When I feel empty, then I go, okay, do I feel empty because I haven't been sleeping well? Have I been hiding and spending too much time uh, numbing out instead of really engaging and returning phone calls and showing up and following through? Like, what am I avoiding? or what am I afraid of? What what do I feel like is a threat to me? Like to, to really understand it, to ask the questions of when did this feeling of emptiness start? Does it Do I usually feel this? Do I feel this every day um, at a certain time of day? Are there behaviors that I think might be linked to feeling empty? Um, you know, just really doing our detective work and And journaling can really help us uh, sort that out, right? Getting to the why of why we feel empty instead of being like, oh, we feel empty and then uh, running from it, right? Because sometimes we may have had like recent losses or disappointments that have us feeling disconnected from our lives. Um, And maybe our relationships don't feel as fulfilling as we thought it would be. This, you know, we may also discover we have a biological or mental health condition that leaves us predisposed to feeling empty. And this is why it's so important to, if this is an ongoing thing, to get some blood work done. Make sure your thyroids are in order, your your hormone levels are normal, your kidneys are functioning the way they did. Because yes, medical conditions can definitely contribute to a feeling of emptiness, like there's something missing that the, the things that I'm doing aren't filling the void. It could be a mineral <laughs> deficiency or, uh, you know, uh, you might be low on iron. There's so many things that I can contribute. So make sure you see your, your doctor and make sure that everything is firing the way it should be. Maybe even go see a neurologist. If you've had, um, you know, a, a lot of brain trauma or a head trauma from, playing sports, you know, because we know that this research shows that, you know, playing sports and having that inflammation of the brain that can uh, lead to apathy or um, uh, I think anhedonia, where nothing really brings us pleasure, which then could, you know, lead us into the depression and that feeling of emptiness. So it could very well be a physiological reason why we feel empty. Um, but whatever the, the possible hypotheses is, the important thing is that the explanation feels authentic and real, right? And the third thing that we can do is make sure that our thoughts, behaviors, and life experiences, uh, that, there are, that they are appropriate coping strategies for feeling less empty. For example, we may discover that whenever we feel empty, Exercise makes us feel more whole and connected to ourselves. I definitely feel like that when I go for a walk. I I start to feel, you know, at first, I don't really enjoy the walk. I'm like, ugh, going for a walk. But about 20 minutes in, I'm like, I'm so glad I went for this walk. I start to feel taller. I start zooming out more. My thoughts become lighter. I feel lighter um, and then when I come back home, I feel accomplished, you know, and it's also is like giving me a, giving me some time to zoom out and think about the big picture. You know, when I'm home, I'm in front of screens for the most part and I'm in the same routine and I'm not really thinking about the big picture, but when I get outside, go for a walk, that really allows me to zoom out. So, um, exercise, um, exercise playing an instrument, sometimes that helps me to feel more connected because it gets me out of my head and more into my body. And then the next thing we can do is experiment with different strategies that might help us transition from feeling empty to feeling more whole, right? For example, we might decide that we're going to combine exercise, eating healthy, getting a good night's sleep, And then followed by connecting with someone close to us. You know, just having that thing that we look forward to, whether it's a movie, a play, um, cooking something. I've been watching a lot of cooking videos and like, oh, that's another way I can make banana bread or that's another way I could make pasta or pizza. So having that thing that you look forward to because the beauty for me of cooking food is um, it's active, right? It gets me out the house. It gives me uh, a task to focus on. I have to get the ingredients, um, and then there's chopping and dicing, and it takes quite a bit of time to, uh, you know, get the ingredients, come home, prepare it, cook it, clean, and and then, you know, then you have the the big joy of serving it to family and friends and, and looking at their faces light up. So, there's also service that is incorporated into cooking for each other. But, you know, even if you're cooking for yourself, I actually enjoy cooking for myself. Like, I love it. I love to cook for myself. Um, I've I've always loved that. And I I just got used to it. My mom wasn't really home much when I was a kid. Um, You know, she worked two jobs. Not that (laughs) she was like out running the streets, but you know, she worked two jobs to support uh, my sister and myself. So, you know, I had, to, I had to learn to become very self-sufficient at a very young age, cooking for myself, doing the laundry. But all those things helped me to feel more whole and less empty, especially eating a healthy meal. Because when you eat a healthy meal, it's, you're essentially taking the time to be intentional about how we're feeding our body, you know, with the herbs and the spices and um, the protein and fat and fiber. Uh, And I've done an episode on how important it is that every meal, when I think about eating healthy, I think about protein, fat, fiber with every meal. So my dinner will look like protein um, and fat coming from fish so i might have salmon or if i'm having white fish drizzle that evo on there that that olive oil right and then uh the so we got the protein fat and then the fiber my fiber is coming from the vegetables i'm having some uh, grilled vegetables a little squash some uh, mushrooms bell peppers throwing some green onions maybe a little garlic let's go right And then I'm having a side salad. No dressing. I don't need it. I'm good. Boom, boom, boom. Protein, fat, fiber. That's what a healthy meal looks like for me. You know, breakfast will be, I'm having six eggs. That's right, six. I just read Dr. Peter Atiyah's book, um, Outlive. And he confirmed something that I had been wondering about with cholesterol. And he was like, the cholesterol that our body doesn't need, we're just going to poop that out. And I was like, what? I'm going to have me my six eggs, right? Now, this doesn't mean that um, cholesterol from exogenous sources like lard or, uh, you know, and, you know, it's been processed. Our, our bodies are not going to be happy with that. But, but natural occurring cholesterol from eggs, that's the example that he gave. Uh, we're just going to poop that out. And I got to tell you, I've been feeling great with the six eggs, uh, but this is these are um, either hard-boiled or I'm cooking them myself. If I go to a restaurant, I'm getting hard-boiled eggs because I don't know what they're cooking the eggs in. They might be cooking it in something that my body cannot get rid of. And ultimately, to me, that's what uh, health is, right? That's what metabolism is, is um, not just what you're putting in your body but then there's, to me, there's there's three parts of, of nutrition. There's what you're putting in, what your body can absorb, and then what your body can excrete. Excrete? Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's why it's so valuable to not just focus on the protein, but get the fiber in there to make sure everything is moving through. And then, of course, when we talk about feeling whole, getting a good night's sleep. Get that, like, go to bed at a reasonable time. Put the phone away. Put the Leave the phone in another room. Whatever show that you love to watch is going to be there tomorrow. And I tell you what, you will be so happy to wake up and know that you have your favorite show to watch than if you watched it all in one day. Because I have to be honest. There's nothing worse than, like, I've watched all eight or ten episodes in a day or two. And then by the third day, I'm, like, in that depression because I have to, like, now I got to find a new show, new characters to, to like, um, like, oh, I don't like that. Uh, it, it does, it is a challenge to not watch a second episode back to back. It's so hard. It's so hard not to binge watch. But I find that if I can just pull myself away for a few minutes and then when I wake up the next morning, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I chose sleep over uh, a second episode, right? And the way to, to mentally trick yourself is to, to tell yourself what you're looking forward to the following day. Because a lot of times we will, we will binge watch that second episode and treat it as if it's everything. Like, this is the only good part of my day. I want to enjoy this as much as it's like. No, no. R- remind yourself of the thing you're looking forward to. Okay. Um, so I hope that in this episode, you found some ways that you can connect um, with that feeling of emptiness, accept it, and then navigate through it. Notice where in your body you feel that. And then navigate your way through to feeling whole, complete, and present. If you found any value in this episode, please take seven seconds and share this with one other person. And share with them, you know, the last time maybe you felt empty. It was like, oh man, you know, I was really feeling empty two weeks ago. I wish, you know, I had listened to this. Uh, Send them a little message with it. However you related to this episode... Send it to them, and then you, two can have a conversation. And through that conversation, you can have a a community. And then through community, that's how we get to tomorrow. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the other 800 numbers that are listed in all the show notes. You can chat, talk, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.